The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Paula V. here, the host of For the Love of Reiki on VoiceAmerica.com. And why am I so happy on bbsradio.com? I am so excited today to share with you an amazing gentleman. Today we are chatting with Tony Samara. Tony is the author of several books, including Shaman's Wisdom, Shaman's Wisdom Within, Discover Your Inner Buddha, Ancient Wisdom for Reality Creators, The Simplicity of Love Meditation, Detox Body, Mind and Soul, Karma, Mantra and Beyond, and Be Free. He was born in England, grew up in Egypt, England, and also in Norway, where he discovered Zen Buddhist philosophy. Today, Tony is joining us from the beautiful country of Italy. To begin, Tony, I just want to say welcome and thank you for honoring us and being a guest on the show today. Thank you. It's very nice to be live speaking to people in America and around the world, actually. Oh, thank you so much. Let's begin if you would share a bit of your amazing history and what brought you to the path that you're on at the moment. Well, that's an interesting question. I think actually um, we all are naturally on the path towards love. It's not unique. It's not that I have found something unique or different. I think we um, naturally, deep within our hearts, all yearn for something deeper and more profound and more beautiful. And I think perhaps as a little child, um, I was privileged, you know, as a son of diplomats. So I was privileged to have all and everything um, that I needed to be to be happy. But I lived in those countries that you just mentioned, some of those countries that you just mentioned, like Egypt, where there was an obvious... Um, poverty and, uh, and a lack of um, material wealth, which created certain suffering, but also certain joys that I didn't see in places around me, like um, in the Western world, where people um, just lose touch with their hearts because they're so busy in the material world or so busy with, with material aspects from the material world. So it helped me to see um, uh, my childhood childhood helped me to see that um, we are basically 
as human beings all seeking to find a quality within ourselves and within the world, which I like to call love. It's a universal terminology for what people say um, is spiritual practice, but love sounds so much more real. Um, and I think this is that was my first inspiration, you know, just the environment that I lived in and the challenges that people were facing within the different countries that I grew up in and just the different people that I met from Sufi mystics to um, very, very wise Greek philosophers and very interesting um, diplomats who had seen and understood so, so many more things than is usual for most people just because of the work that they were doing. What, what an amazing background, Tony, and experiences for you. And yeah. I understand at the age of 27, you experienced a dramatic moment of enlightenment. Please share that with us. Yes. Um, well, the word enlightenment perhaps is a little bit strong. <laughs> um, I, I would say um, self-realization would um, explain things a little bit um, better because enlightenment, perhaps those words, you know, I, I find language to be very um, limiting. You know, when you use certain words, it creates concepts and the concepts sometimes take you away from the actual experience. So even like the word love is beautiful, but, you know, the feeling of love is much more profound and much more meaningful. Um, and enlightenment just means to me um, a, a state where that which is not important, that which is just confusing or limiting human experience drops away and you open up to something that every human being can open up to in such a profound way that it seems like there is just an overwhelming sense of lightness and light from within and light from outside. And I was actually in Peru at the time, um, traveling through the Andes and I, I was in this very remote place, high up in the mountains, and I was just challenged to, to look a little bit deeper. I was asking myself, what is really the meaning behind all, all this that I can see and all this beauty that I can see, as well as all the suffering, because in South America, um, people um, are very poor in some parts of South America. And what is the purpose and meaning What's the communication in all of this? And I was just overwhelmed by a sense of what perhaps is best termed as love, um, where I felt connected to a wisdom that's difficult to explain in words. So then I began teaching and writing about my experience. And hopefully I've been able to transmit some of that love or some of that feeling in, in, in the books that I've written in, in the seminars that I'm conducting and have been conducting for a very, very long time now. But it makes me very truly happy um, to honor that experience um, many years ago um, in, in a way where I can share this with people around me in, in the most honest and um, humble way. Yes, yes. You have a video on your website, the butterfly video which yes. is absolutely fantastic. And so sh please share um, something I read, that love is a space of transformation. 
I just loved that, Tony. Please, please tell us a bit more about that that thought. Yes, yes. Perhaps you know to look at people um, and see that most of us really are desperately seeking for this space of connection or love and sometimes out of that desperation we tend to project that picture onto the external world so so we look for structures that we believe to be love so a type of relationship or or a, a type of situation that will help us to connect to love and we somehow externalize our search in such a way where we forget that the core aspect of love is not latching on to something on the uh, like out there that may make you feel good or may make you feel like you're in love but rather the honoring of the transformative creative space that allows us to embrace the unknown you know this is what love to me means that you you are so courageous that you can step outside of that which you feel comfortable and um, just comfortable doing or thinking about and step into a space which um, challenges you so that you can give more of yourself and you can give so much of yourself that that becomes the bridge of connection that you have with even the external world so in a relationship for example um, you know the more you give the more you open yourself up to all the unknown everything that's unknown inside of you the more you're humble and truthful in your communication and the more then it becomes natural to connect to the world from a very real space rather than this projection that many of us have you know i i want to meet this perfect person because you know it will make me feel good or will make me feel um complete in some way rather you know the way i see it is that if you give then what you're giving to is that transformative force inside and that naturally makes you fall in love with everything you, you just fall in love with the universe and everything within the universe and you have such a love and joy towards all aspects of creation that it's natural to be connected and, and this is what love means um, to me yes yes I love that and I I personally believe love is the ultimate power that it it is just you know having that connection and that love that we all have and as you mentioned you know seeing other countries myself with travels I've gone to countries and and you see there can be people and in the US as well who don't have a lot of the material things but they are very very happy people and then you can see someone who has the money the material possessions and they're not happy inside they're lacking that love yes I, I, I don't always think it has to do with money but I think it has to do with manipulation mm -hmm. um, because we're manipulated into believing that money is happiness but actually money is nothing it can be a bridge that can make uh, can make it easier for you to feel happy and loving and connected but it's not the ultimate goal in itself and I remember as you said you know traveling 
in the Pacific. Um, there were some beautiful, very remote Pacific islands, and some of these children playing with just shells, stones, and sticks. And they were so happy, so many giggles, so many smiles. It was just, it was just pleasant to watch them play. And I know sometimes, you know, when you get all your favorite toys or children get their favorite toys, you know, there can be this sort of sense, this is mine and I have to hold on to it because it's a cultural sort of paradigm where we've been manipulated into thinking that money um, equals happiness and equals somehow love or connection. But truly, um, it, it's more about you uh, as a person rather than what you've got. And I feel that that's an important thing to, to understand because I've met some very wealthy people and they're very beautifully um, connected to the world and very happy. But also I've met some very wealthy people who are definitely not happy. <laughs> yes. And it's, so would you say with living in a, in the space of the transformation with love, basically when we can connect with that love, being self-love, the love of source, that we raise our vibration and then we carry that love with us and we see love in what's around us? I think that's exactly right. You know, when you are in love, if you're in love with your partner or if you're in love with just life, and all that life gives you and you have this sense of gratitude and this sense of just wow it's so wonderful to be alive this sense of just happiness um, then that quality of energy that you communicate not just in words but also through your body language and through just the energy that you're communicating to the world becomes very clearly transcending and helps you to transcend to a space where you can communicate to aspects of the world which are not visible to most people. Um, and you begin to see like the light in all things, even if they're not very pleasant. So it doesn't mean that everything becomes better. It just means that you show your best qualities to the world and usually they reflect back to you a communication that's very profound and very meaningful so you can connect to all things in a way that is not just more positive, but it's more meaningful. So, you know, like in a relationship, it doesn't always have to be joy and bliss, even though love does lead to much more joy and bliss than anything else. Sometimes um, you, you can connect in ways to the person that you love where there is more meaning and purpose in, in the communication than just feeling happy. You just feel this sense of gratitude for being together and connected in this way. So even if there are things that don't go wrong, because, you know, that's life, isn't it? Um, life, you know, sometimes there, life is nice and things go the way that um, makes you feel that, wow, life is good. And sometimes other things happen, but you can't lose your love or your sense of connection when things change. And if you do, then I don't know if you've really found that profound love that um, allows us to transcend into the transformative space and transform whatever challenges come our way um, to a point where you're free 
it's not like the challenge stops you from being yourself. The challenge then actually enhances those virtues and qualities within you that make you even more real and allow that sense of being to be even more expansive and more powerful. As you said, you know, love can be very powerful in this way. Yes, yes. So what words of advice would you have for listeners who are experiencing challenges in their lives and they they want to feel that love but they're struggling yes um, first I would say that it's important to understand that you need a level of trust even if the situation is so difficult and challenging and it seems like it is impossible to trust anything at that point um, you need a level of trust that comes back to recognizing this light within yourself. And I often say it's very useful to just remember something that allows you to connect to that beautiful light. And for some people, that could be religion, you know, if you're religious in some way. Um, for some people, that could just be um, a sense of stillness within the heart. For some people, this could be just imagining a beautiful um, aspect of life, remembering something beautiful, and to trust that um, power, strength, that inner clarity more than the outer situation, which doesn't mean to ignore the outer situation, but just not to let it fall into a pattern. Because I, I think most people, when they are challenged by a difficult situation, look at what the problem what is this problem that we are facing? We, we tend to ask this question um, too many times. What is the problem? What, why do I have this problem? And what can I do with this problem? Which then changes the brain chemistry and physiology um, to being structured around the negative. So the problem creates more problems. So rather than focus on the problem, trust that there is a solution. Trust that there is... Um, a space that will help to transform everything so that that solution becomes more visible and more clear. And so for me, it would be to remember this level of trust. And, and I, I do think it's difficult, but I, I, I know that it's possible because I, I faced many difficult situations in my life, very difficult situations, and I always came back to this sense of trust and knowing that everything is perfect. Everything has a reason, um, and even if we don't understand the reason and it doesn't make sense, it, things change, and when we look at it from a different perspective, we see that everything really is love. Everything is connected. The universe is one. It's not segmented into like uh, little separate spaces. That's just our mental picture. And when we begin to align ourselves to this universal connection, that is all life, then it's easier to be connected to the creative solution that allows you to transcend your challenges. Because believe me, it's out there. And sometimes it seems very far away from the reality that those um, people who are suffering uh, can realize in, in the moment. But it's out there. And the more open you are, and the more connected you are, the more easy it is to see that the solution comes your way without effort. Yes, and oh, I just love that, Tony, that trust, you know, that there is a solution. And 
you know, when when we think of that, if we're in a challenge and we realize that there really is a solution, that gives a person hope as well, doesn't it? Exactly. Hope and strength. Yeah. Ah, yes. Because, you know, the worst is to lose hope and say there, there is no solution. The problem is just too big to change. And so what to do? And then people get into this, and I think perhaps this is a problem in society today, that the problems are so so beyond um, what we can see solutions for, you know, like the climate um, ozone problem that people are speaking about or the um, wars that are being fought in different world uh, parts of the world or terrorism or the nuclear bombs or whatever people speak about that it's just so much to think about that we decide not to do anything about it because it can't be resolved by one person so we give up and that sort of sense of apathy or this sense of just not being able to do anything because you can't for me that is really a sad story you know it's a very sad story to end up in a situation where you lose hope because then you're not connected to that creative vital force that allows for the solutions to come your way and your children's way and your family way and your country's way and your you know the whole world <laughs> yes yes so it it really tells us the power that trust has and the change it can make in our life, doesn't it? Of course, yes. And that power has has shown itself over many thousands of years. You know, when we trust something more than just the concepts of our minds or the limited feelings that we may be uh, experiencing or even if we are in a very terrible situation where Perhaps you're in a third world country and you're in prison and it just doesn't look like you can get out of such a difficult situation. If you lose hope, then you've lost everything. But if you remain connected to your inner power, which to me is love, then there is a possibility of freedom that will manifest itself given enough time. Yes. Oh, I, <clears throat> I love that. Oh, Tony, this is just such an honor. I'm so grateful. We are going to pop out for a commercial, but everyone, Tony and I will be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hello, Paula Vale here, host of For the Love of Reiki on voiceamerica.com. Do you know the nutritional power of seeds? A seed contains 20 to 30 times more nutrients and antioxidants than the fruit. Ancient civilizations fell in love with black cumin and used it for all ailments. It was considered sacred. Seed nutrition can be a complimentary addition to the lives of virtually everyone. Seeds have anti-inflammatory, anti-aging and antioxidant benefits and more. If you would like more information about this great nutrition, please go to my website wellnessinspired.com and check it out on the products page. Thank you everyone. Have a great day. 
Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If you are just joining us, I am here today with Tony Samara, an amazing shaman, He has traveled worldwide. He is joining us today from Italy. Not only does he have several fantastic books, he also has online courses. He has videos. I really would love to begin this segment, Tony, with having you share to the listeners how they can contact you, find information about you, and and tell us about your online courses, what they can experience, and and how they can sign up for those. Okay. Thank you. Uh, That's easy. Awesome. (laughs) You basically just have to go to TonySamara.com. So that's T-O-N-Y, S for sugar, A-M for Mary, A-R-A.com. And everything is on there. Um, You can go to the books page and you can order directly from the website. It takes you on to Amazon or it gives you different connections to the various bookshops depending where you are. If you're in America or Canada or the UK, um, there are all these different bookshops you can click onto um, that may be more familiar to your sort of um, the way you order things. Um, So that's you know, very, very easy. There is a description of the books there, um, and there are many different books, um, beautiful books for all sorts of people, from practical advice, how to detox, to books that explain a little bit more about meditation, and a little bit more about just how to be joyous and blissful, and how to connect the latest research Um, of neuroscience with meditation and with just thinking and feeling connected to what is important, what what creates a sense of profoundness and meaning for 
all human beings. Um, so connecting to those aspects in in meditation. Um, there is there are so many interesting things on the website explanations of meditations that you can practice um, little tips on how to detox and um, a few um, interesting um, research papers about exercise and um, breathing children and how to work and um, enjoy being um, more conscious around children um, there are all sorts of things. As you said, there are also some live, um, I wouldn't call them workshops, but they're more like meditations and um, inspirations. Um, and some of them, I, I do something daily. Um, here in Europe, it's in, in the morning. So it's every day um, around 11 o'clock in the morning. So your time would be, I think, late at night in America um, and there are um, all sorts of other um, live um, meditations that are happening recordings of meditation there, there, there is interesting things that you can check out on, on YouTube and um, some videos that um, are out there um, for me the most interesting because words seem limit the experience sometimes to a point where it's difficult to actually communicate in words what you want to say. And so a lot of these um, live um, workshops are giving a possibility of a deeper connection. And you can, on, on Sunday, there is this one hour long workshop that happens every Sunday. And you can ask questions, you know, if, you, if they're and interact on the live chat room and just um, be part of what's happening in the workshop so this is people find this very interesting yeah and there are many everything is on the website so it's very easy to just browse through it um, if you speak English or if you speak Portuguese or if you speak um, other languages there are different languages there that you can click on to your website is so beautiful Tony it is so beautiful thank you <laughs> and uh, listeners can also they can connect with you through Skype for yes. guidance? Yes, yes. Um, sometimes people, you know, want to be more private mm -hmm. and want a direct communication where, you know, they speak about things perhaps that, that just, it's not really that easy to speak about in public. Um, and then there are these consultations that I that I do. Um, and this is done either via Skype or even via email. And the reason I did do this is because previously I had like thousands of emails coming through and I just, like I spent like 10 hours every day <laughs> replying on all these emails. And in the end, it just, uh, uh, people decided around me that, you know, that's just not really the best thing to do for all the other things that need to happen, all the other practicalities. So we created these interesting possibilities of consultations and what I call email consultations. So people can write in um, or if, if they want, they can speak to me live on um, Skype and, and just look at different aspects of their lives um, and how to use like neuroscience and meditation and the spiritual mystical wisdoms that have been used for thousands of years and how to apply that in life in everyday living and um, so that uh, we connect to 
a deeper sense of love and a deeper sense of joy um, in w whatever field we we are experts. Um, if, whatever we do, you know, if you're working, I, I've spoken to people who are working as executives in businesses, and I've spoken to mothers, I've spoken to people who are just students, and anyone, you know, you don't have to be spiritual, you don't have to be, um, have a degree in or a diploma in anything, you know, it's just a easy way to communicate to someone um, and go a little bit deeper. Oh, I love it, Tony. And I, I must share something I read on your website that just touched my heart was when a string is plucked on one instrument, the same string on a nearby instrument will vibrate. Yes, only the same string vibrates yeah. as if it recognizes its own frequency. Spirituality is about being able to become one with the full orchestral range of vibrations that life offers and recognize it all as the life-giving music of creation. That is so beautiful. Thank you. Yes, and it's true. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that because every that frequency all connects, doesn't it? Exactly. You know, we, we as human beings, people go around thinking we're very different. But, you know, we started by speaking about my travels and growing up in different countries. And I found that there is a universal language that connects every human being to every other human being, no matter what language they speak, no matter what cultural background they come from, no matter what, if they're black, white, or, um, I don't know, Chinese or whatever. There is a language that is universal and that can only be felt when we're sensitive enough, as you just read out, sensitive enough to feel the vibration of that language within our whole being. So we're not holding on to dogma or limited belief systems or anger or frustration or limitation or negativity. We're just receptive and open to this vibration which is the universal language of humanity, then I feel um, we, we begin to connect to a very beautiful orchestra like you um, just read out. And this is the orchestra of love because there are all sorts of beautiful aspects of love that are just waiting out to be discovered, waiting out there to be discovered. And, you know, as soon as we forget that and narrow our vision and get limited by perhaps a negative feeling or anger or frustration or um, just stress or anxiety, which is just very normal in today's world, um, then we, 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 um, we, we can't feel this vibration anymore. We, we become numb to the vibration. And that is the saddest thing for me in today's world when I listen to politicians, not all politicians, but, you know, politicians who are out there justifying the reason for why we're different and why we need to do this or yeah. anyone not just politicians but anyone who's focusing on the differences and all the um, negatives rather than listening to that more universal language of love that um, I think we are born with and we just forget to communicate to the world because we get caught in a little picture that little picture stops us from enjoying life and from being blissful and being happy and for me, that's the saddest thing. Yes, it does. It does stop us. 
when I was first asked to uh, host a worldwide show, my my goal from the beginning and to this day still is with sharing my guests with everyone and vibration. I want to just share love. I want everyone in every country that listens to this these shows to feel that love. I just I have a key next to my uh, microphone that says love is the key and I just believe that so strongly Tony that love yeah. is such a key for sure for sure and and it's so powerful I was listening to someone speaking about um, I hope you don't mind me sharing like something very down-to-earth I love it <laughs> and th this person um, apparently was in Serbia it's very close to where I am actually and um, I don't know there was a war going on at that time um, you know a few years ago um, between Serbia and Croatia and all those countries in ex-Yugoslavia and um, he, he was an American and was traveling unfortunately traveling in in Serbia at the time when um, I don't know the Serbian government thought that Americans were spies you know and so he got arrested <laughs> and um, ended up um, being detained by the secret police there and you know he said the secret to his survival was to see that we're all human beings and it's not good and bad they just didn't understand that he was a human being so he he tried to um, communicate to them from the perspective of being himself being human you know just saying look really I'm just like you and that created a connection. This is just a practicality, you know, if you ever find yourself in a situation, you know, like you're walking down, uh, I'm told like in some parts of the world, you walk down a street and it's not very safe and then, you know, someone comes up to you and wants to steal your wallet or your mobile phone or what have you. Um, the thing to remember is not to fall into the negative or the negative vibration of fear or or anxiety or stress or they're bad and I'm a victim or whatever the vibrations that are far removed from this universal language of love um, whatever they are whatever programs that we as human beings sometimes embrace as reality we have to just drop it and be courageous and just communicate no matter what the situation is if you're like that man in Serbia uh, at that time you know when they were definitely not very kind to Americans, you know, just say, I am human, just like you. You know, I have a grandmother, I have children. And, you know, that brings people um, to, um, to a point where they're more able to listen to this vibration, this heartfelt vibration of love that begins to be more easily recognized. Even that person who's trying to steal your wallet will recognize it. And this is the thing that we forget because we are in such a chaotic world at the moment where there, there are wars and there, there are angry people and there are stressed people and there are anxious people. And, you know, the psychology of the mind usually says if, if there are so many negativities around, then we become reactive and we react to those things as if they're fundamentally true. But they're not. They're a figment of our imagination. You know, the war is only created because people think they are different. 
But actually, at the end of the war, they realized, you know, we're all human beings. <laughs> Whatever we do to each other, you know, we're doing to ourselves. And usually war ends up where, you know, there is never a winner in the end, you know, when you look at it from a historical perspective. So, you know, why not listen to something a little bit more human within ourselves? And for me, love is the most human force. That's what bonds us together and that what, that's what helps us to understand music and art and creativity and just to understand that you know when we share those things um, with even a person that may seem like an enemy or like the negative out there when we share it in an open and courageous way then I think we have a very powerful link to this very deep transformative force that allows us to move beyond the normal limitations that humanity faces and probably is facing today. Yes, yes. It is said, Tony, that the world is facing a major change. What is your thoughts on that? For sure. I, I believe that as, you know, if you look at the Hindu tradition, they speak about the Kali Yuga or the age of darkness. And if you if you read in, in some of the mystical books like the Bible and um, different um, interesting books, um, there is this idea that we're heading down a very difficult path. And some people see the path as like totally uh, like destruction, you know, like the end of the world. We can't keep going in the way that we, you know, exploit the earth and the way that we're building more powerful weapons and the way that we're just treating each other with poverty. And some, I'm told that 1% of the population owns 99% of all wealth or something crazy. You know, it's, it's not sustainable. Um, and so some people see that this, we're just at a very um, transformational crux, you know, a very, very difficult point. And I, I believe that to be true. You know, I'm not saying this to, to sort of worry people. I'm just saying this to be realistic, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's important to be realistic. You know, if there is if, if there is a situation that needs to be seen for what it is, it's important to say, okay, this is the situation and not to pretend it away. <laughs> and I, I do believe that the environment and the world is facing a very difficult point. Um, and I don't know really what's going to happen. Um, you know, when you look around you and you see all the things and you hear all the things on the news, I don't know, but I know one thing. I know the power of love. Yes. And I know that if that is shared with as many people in your family or in your culture or at work with your friends or wherever, just shared with people that you don't know even, just smiling at a person can change their day. Do you know, in, in England, <laughs> in England, you just don't smile at people. You don't look at them because, you know, it's that sort of English culture where you, um, you stiff up a lip type thing. Um, and, you know, just smiling at a person just for, for a second can create a sense of lightness. And, you know, this sense of communication that is forgotten to just do things that bring empowerment not just to yourself but to everyone around you i believe if the more we do this and the more people that do this the more there is a sort of continuum type force that allows us to 
transform in ways that we can't see at this moment, that we can't comprehend at this moment. But it requires many of us. It's not just one person, as perhaps was done in the past, you know, one person going up to the mountain and finding their inner peace. I think it's about sharing and communicating that sense of love to the world. So being practical, I call it the art of living. Um, being practical in the way that you do things and saying, okay, this is the situation, but I haven't lost my trust. Yes. <laughs> and so if you haven't... Yeah, that tells us, Tony, doesn't it, that, you know, with ha having our own connection with love and trust and having that positive energy, it's going to make a difference for others. And we, as individuals can come together and, and make a shift and make a, a difference, can't we? Of course, and it's been actually um, researched. You know, when people sit and meditate in a war zone, I think it was like some Middle Eastern country, they tried this. Maybe it was Lebanon. I think it was TM, some TM people. You know, it's a type of meditation technique. Um, sat and meditated. A lot of them sat and meditated. For some reason, TM is big in Lebanon, and so is war. It's big in Lebanon. And, you know, they meditated, and I think they found that everything changed, you know, like there was a real visible force that no one understood, but things changed. And I know that you can do this, you know, if uh, I used to do this, in places that I traveled in, because I traveled in some very funny places, you know, like in South America, you know, in mm -hmm. Colombia, I remember traveling through Colombia, and it's a beautiful country, but gosh, you know, the level of violence at that time was incredible. And I remember sitting at a bus station and just meditating, um, you know, and just really sending love because that, that place was the scariest of all, you know, I was trying to get down to Peru. Um, and, you know, Everyone walked past me and nothing. It was like there was this force of love that created a sort of sense of um, well-being. And, and people helped me. <laughs> you know, they helped me to, because I didn't understand which bus to um, go and connect to. You know, it's a foreign country and everything in Spanish. And I didn't speak Spanish at the time. I do now a little bit of Spanish. But, you know, at the time it was like all foreign to me. And... I think that's what we have to trust, that there is an inner power within what mystics have called spiritual practice, but within just our hearts. I call, you know, the heartfelt space that's connecting all human beings together. And when we, when we tap into that, we can change everything, in, including war. You know, which is to me a terrible thing because I grew up in Egypt during a time when there was turmoil. And, you know, it was just so terrible to see people frenzied up into sort of crazy warlike, um, manipulated human beings, you know, because thinking that that was the solution to um, peace, you know, that was the, the way to peace. Of course, one has to do something more. And I, I do believe that, um, from my experience, that it can be. Um, that everyone in whatever situation um, they find themselves in can utilize this energy transmission to the world to perhaps not change things immediately, but in the long run, things begin to change. And this, you know, this is why I say when children can't connect to each other, find something, a common language that helps them to connect.
So find music, find art, you know. And I know in the in the Middle East, you know, Israel and um, uh, Palestine and um, all the countries that are fighting um, in different ways over there. You know, I, I always encourage people to find a creative outlet so that they can connect together. You know, to perhaps sing together or to play in an orchestra together or to to create a theatrical play together you know just to see the human aspects you know to recognize the human in each other that's a practical thing that you can do by yourself just by meditating or by connecting to the energy within your heart the energy of joy the energy of happiness the energy that helps to heal um, whatever lack of joy or whatever lack of happiness that might be around um, and disturbing you. Yes. Oh, what a beautiful message, Tony. What a beautiful message. We are down to just a couple moments until we have to say goodbye. What last words would you like to to give our listeners today? I was just going to say, wow, time flies. I know, I know. <laughs> oh. and I think that's probably the message. Don't wait. <laughs> For tomorrow, do it today. Do it today. You know, everyone is waiting till they retire or waiting till it gets easier or waiting for something or waiting for the right tools. But just do it today, you know, just go for it. And I think, you know, that would be my best advice. I always tell this to children because I used to work a lot with little children. And I say, just just do it. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Don't hold back. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. So... Everything begins at this moment, doesn't it? Exactly. The present moment is the greatest gift. Oh, Tony, I am just so grateful for this beautiful show and, and all of your sharing with the listeners today. I can't thank you enough. I, I would love to, to do another show down the road as well. I'd be happy to do so. Oh, so big Big love, hugs, and blessings to all of our listeners out there. I'm so grateful to have you with us today. And love, hugs, and blessings to you, Tony. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in to For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 